Dear listeners, welcome to Out of Office. Welcome, dear listeners, to an Out of Office. Today, it is Alan and I. Say hello to the people, Alan. Hello, it is I, Alan. Thanks for having me back, Marco. And it is I. So yeah, we were just, you know, talking about catching up with little, st- little stuff here and there. Um, I wanted to share, I-, I shared with you earlier today. I think it was today or yesterday uh, about another podcast that about a, a, another speaker that submitted their content. And they I low key. They I, I feel like they they referenced the story that I shared over there. And they're like that, you know, they referenced the hometown over there in Mexico. They had their own their own story that happened in, uh, in Puebla. And then they're they're like, oh, yeah, there's there's a spe- uh, 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 one of your listeners that submitted a story that happened to them in Atlixco. And they're like, uh, and I, she said, and this lady is uh, living right now in Texas, uh, a psychology, uh, psychology professor with uh, three masters in whatever project they're doing. And she's she listens to the podcast to that podcast. And uh, she referenced like it's super, super specific. And I'm the only one that referenced this Atlixco situation. I'm like, And she said, yeah. And again, this other podcast, it's it's about like not ghost stories, like weird stories that you weird situations that you can't explain she had her weird situation in 73 and she lived she she lived there since elementary school left for university go back and forth she has multiple stories of her living there and her weird experiences and she's gone around to the u.s and never had those kind of situations her conclusions that she was observing you know whatever years she's been alive on this earth um she's noticed that it's that the place that she's gone, like over there in that area of Puebla to at least go that entire area, Cholula, all those places is pretty like charged in the sense of like premonitions, weird sightings of not, not like aliens, like situations, like what's going on here. Like the area is very, very not, not mad. The word she said, it was magical and charged, but I'm saying it just has a lot of memories and it's, it just, uh, not premonition. It, bubbles up and you just are along for the ride and that's what she's she noticed that like the story that i shared and she's like yeah it's not that people like that she's observed that she she knows that she's not special or anything is that she's witnessed the most weird stuff over there and you know low-key did the specific shout out to the situation that i submitted and i was like oh yeah and i was talking with my parents like yeah i can imagine that happening but of course um I more most of my dad has like gone uh, witnessed um, like again the stuff that some minute stuff over there the most versus you know over here, but it's still like he noticed that it's everywhere. But it's just that it's more charged over there and to be able to witness stuff like that. And they go, wow, that's cool. And um, and that's the most. And then the other thing that I talked with you. But what what do you think, Alan? Do you think the areas like are more? predisposed to be more charged to witness weird happenings i think that maybe maybe there's certain, yeah, yeah yeah maybe there's certain places that that might that might seem to be true but then i, I would i would just think about um, places like in central park right just as an example hmm. where they dug up uh uh, where it, where it used to be a cemetery, right? Central Park. 
in Central Park from people that used to live there before Central Park was Central Park. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't I don't hear the same amount of, I guess, or the same rhetoric that that's behind what people would probably consider or call, uh, I guess, fantastically uh, charged yeah. area. Fantastic, or, yeah, fantastic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or, or or things of that nature, like um, uh, spiritism or anything along those lines. Weird settings, yeah. But I, I I do think that weird things happen, but then again, weird things happen everywhere. Um, I, I mean, it, Mexico in itself, there's a lot of places that you can call weird because weird uh, things happen, whether it be sightings of X, Y, and or Z. Um, I think that also has to do a lot with the culture there Bad where thing. people give a lot of credence to supernatural situations. Um, I mean, you'll have people talking about uh, elves. You'll have people talking about... In Mexico. Yeah, witches. You'll have people talking about the skinwalkers. You'll have people talking about aliens. I mean... Again, nothing very out of the ordinary. You'll have those same people talking about, or not same people, but you'll have people in the United States speaking about similar, if not the same thing, over here in the states. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure every country has those type of uh, weird places in their country. I mean, how much credence do I give it? I, I mean, it really depends. I'm. I haven't seen anything out of the ordinary over there that I would consider. Uh, I don't want to like belittle it or make it seem like it's not something that ha- doesn't happen. But I mean, I can't. I can't also say, "Oh no, with a hundred percent true, this is what it is," and it's a, there, there can't be a, an explanation for it, right? Even if it's something that's. Um, you know, supernatural in 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 essence or in origin, like trying to pinpoint pinpoint it and say, oh, it was because of X or Y. It's yes. like, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's more nuance to it. For for all we know, there might be people there that are uh, spiritists or satanists or occultists that like to rile up. Uh, you know bad things <laughs> if you can call it that right yeah in those certain areas so i mean yes again i'm not gonna say oh no it doesn't happen or no or yes it, it absolutely happens but uh, i think there there's more nuance so what what, what are your thoughts on that Marco? for example um being over there living and doing you know doing the 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 horse and pony of waking up going to school going to going to the street market living over there for like from dawn till dusk staying over there for a couple, for more than five years like me personally i've only bore witness to one situation that i couldn't explain but then the more time i give it with my experience of me maturing i can say yeah this i can give it the benefit of the doubt that unfortunately could have been a very mundane thing but still an eerie thing that could catch you off guard the more mature you are of course this happened to me when i was like what 15 16 years old so what do i know about the world what what do i know about stuff like that but 
I did, it didn't happen to me alone. It happened with uh, with four wow. people. Well, myself, my middle, my middle brother, my aunt, and my uncle. That situation happened to us, not only to me. And then uh, the other thing was when um, uh, we were doing going to whatever place, and in the highway, we were all sleeping in the back of the truck, and we I had like a weird like. I'm back, I'm back. I was in just passed out sleeping in the back of the truck. You know how the tailgate is closed and everything. How you, 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 how people do go around towns and everything over there, right? You, you right. just sleep, sleep in the back of the truck and the truck is just, um, it has a cabin on top and that's it. You, you, if you're a family, you just book it that way on the highway. Well, I was like, what, 13, 13 or 12. And I was just sleeping in the back of the truck, you know, sleeping. And closer to the tailgate was my aunt, then the closest. Then the second closest was myself, my mom, and my middle brother. That was like, oh, like uh, we were all just, just passed out there sleeping. And then in, I don't know what happened that I got like a, an intense fear in my body, like w wake up hard. Like no, nothing told me to wake up. But I just like, I just, I just woke up yelling, ah! and I looked at my aunt and, and, and I grabbed her and I said, and I yelled her name and I, and she said, what? and she turned around at me and said, what? She woke up scared too. When she finished that sentence, the tailgate opens in the highway. Uh, right next to we are like ah, yelling yelling left and right like and my baby brother was like my middle brother baby that that, that um back was he was eight or ten he was like banging on the back of the glass like hey hey slow down slow down or like um, and i was just grabbing my aunt and my aunt was grabbing me and we're like ah, half awake half asleep right in the highway and um going towards you know uh looked staring down the back of the of the tailgate they just slammed open in the in, on at high speeds and we're like um and that that's like the the thing that i, I felt like I, I had more influence to prevent you know a bad situation and you know they pulled they slowed down and obviously they didn't slow down right away because we were close you know on mountainside ravines everything so we're like they slowed down once they they made it out of the uh, the highway and all those things into a place that they can go on the side of the road and then like what happened oh my god like why were you the tailgate all fell open oh then and that we had the truck never happened again only that one time and uh but yeah they closed it they tied up the the tailgate this time and then you know it never happened and my aunt's like couldn't sleep until we made it to where we're our destination and you know it was that was my like actual like i want to say a quote-unquote premonition because in my experience i didn't see anything i didn't hear anything i just like woke up with a i don't know if you can see me alan like i woke up like <sighs> like this like what do you mean like right. what's that what's that how do you describe that to the listeners kind of like in shock maybe yeah like i woke up in shock <gasps> like as if i was like breathing in again like, deeply <gasps> and i and i turned around and grabbed and grabbed my um my aunt and then like ah oh, no and like and her name right and I'm like cool and she's like what looking at me and then the the situation happened and that's the only thing out of all those years that was like the actual thing that helped in the area that helped me influence to you know that situation versus the other one that was just um along for the ride this one i was able to take control no the other one that was just i'm there just as an observer and that's it but then, Marcos, well, mm -hmm. how would you classify that? Like, <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, would yeah, yeah. it kind of like, what comes to mind when I hear that, that type of story, is it more than eerie, I think? Well, okay, call it eerie if you like, as a classification. But then, 
how would you classify in the sense was that uh god's providence maybe or was that maybe yeah or was that uh your guardian guardian angel that that was there doing something or or how would you classify or because it i mean you're kind of left with your kind of like with your arms kind of crossed thing well that's kind of strange uh i woke up in, in shock uh, yeah. in shock and like in the panic not, yeah in a panic and the first thing i do is hold on tight to my aunt obviously because you're a kid at that point yeah instead it, of my mom that was to my right right you grab onto her for whatever reason i mean there not that there i'm saying that uh there's there's 20 blanks on there and that's the situation it just kind of strikes me a little bit as uh what would you classify it under i i can't so that's why i would say yeah i don't know if if we were to say if we were had to be really like uh nutcases and say oh aliens of course that's what happened or if why oh possibly bigfoot is the one that opened up the door in the lot like that that's very unlikely that that happened because you were asleep and the car was moving and, and it was daytime already yeah yeah and again okay that's more information it was daytime uh now taking into account was the, the pickup truck cold was the campers placed on right or was the door faulty at all in any way shape or form uh are we talking about a truck that is new or older yeah. Is the road bumpy or not bumpy? Did when you closed the tailgate, was it closed properly? I, um, I wasn't the one that closed it. Yeah, good, no good. Yes, yes. Good again, observations. Uh, did did you eat before you you felt like fell asleep and maybe uh, provoked you to have some sort of nightmare in the middle of your of your nap or, or during the daytime? Uh, did you drink something? Maybe you screamed out while sheer. Uh, shock that you might wet your pants if you don't find a yeah. restroom. Like again, all these things I would kind of like want to answer. Like, not that you need to answer, uh, answer to each of those questions, but maybe ask those kind of questions before we jump to conclusion. And not to say that eerie supernatural things don't happen. I do believe those things happen, but sometimes we like to give parents where credit is not due it's not to, due yes I was going to say yeah, that to things that maybe aren't what they seem to be um, and then the things that should be getting the credence and credit don't because we kind of think it's far-fetched like of course that could never happen because of this situation but it could only happen if it were that like we kind of want to pick and choose when supernatural things are supernatural like things like a bias right we have that type of bias sometimes and I, I guess I understand that obviously because everybody has a bias, but um, that that's what I would try to wrestle with or at least come with to a conclusion by answering those kind or, or at least make the questions evident and then try to answer them if I'm able to and yeah, yeah. kind of like narrow it down to what it really was. Now, I mean, of course. Uh, could you call it a, even a miracle as a classification because no one got hurt? I would say that's a very that 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 to me is a miracle that no one got hurt. Uh, 
God's providence made because uh, no one slipped out and you were able to wake up, you know, and again, with the little information I have, maybe uh, guardian angel, you know, I want to be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Woke you up or something like that. Again, not to say that supernatural things don't happen. It's just that, uh, you know, a little bit more information would probably, you know, shed some light to what happened or what didn't happen. To clarify, like what for uh, for the listeners, like for me, for example, what does supernatural mean? Supernatural for me is like I know that there's four seasons on in in this on this earth and my area where I live. I know that there's uh, changes in temperature. I know that there's changes in atmospheric pressure. I know that there's um wind currents because of those atmospheric pressures and all those things like i feel like i can break stuff down with elements that happen around me or on earth but then supernatural things are the stuff that i don't know the stuff and that obviously the more i know the more i know that i don't know and thus supernatural always you know it's like you're chasing that dragon always for me obviously the more i learn the more i ask about the questions that i don't know like okay i know that i know this but then I know that there's something connected to this. What's this? It's unknown. So it's a super, super unknown. Dang it. Unknown is a better tag for a like classification to be known, to be continued. I don't know. Like that's for me, my, my definition of supernatural stuff outside of my understanding. I'm not saying it's magical. It's there's always going to be some understanding. I might not understand it now, maybe not ever, but it's something that it's, that it's out there out of my own personal understanding of the world. What does supernatural mean to you, Alan? Well, uh, I think, I think that um, there's certain things that obviously I don't know, and I'm very comfortable with not knowing. <laughs> um, th- and I think the, the, the qualification of something that could be classified as supernatural uh also kind of has to do at least for me it has to do with something that not only i can't explain but it's something that's obviously supernatural this is the reason why i use the word supernatural um because you can't really put you quite put your finger on it with logic uh where you're kind of like uh answer the actual question of why that happened or why it, it came to be being that there is no real reason why things panned out the way they did because it, they just don't but they did in that particular moment um yeah yeah so for me i think again i'm perfectly comfortable uh saying that there's certain things that i can't explain that that happen that i can consider supernatural or out of out of the ordinary or supernatural or even miraculous if you want to use that word um and and i think there's certain things that you could possibly answer uh you just have to do the homework and uh answer the questions that like the basic questions that i was asking like Maybe it's five W, right? The who, what, when, where, why type of situation around surrounding the the tailgate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, but again, to your to your point, Marco, just like I don't know how a, a rocket ship gets from Earth into orbit. 
the little nuances if you right, will but, yeah. but i know it happened right so it's not that it's miraculous it's just that if someone did the homework and made it made it possible for it yeah. to do do that right where there's certain things that essentially you're not able to answer it might be um a satellite even no well again bringing it back to something that you, you can't explain and there is no logic behind it to why it happened like um there might be something and maybe going towards a little bit back to what you were saying originally with your example maybe uh you you fell asleep one night and you dreamt up something that 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 might pertain to your your daily life maybe bad it's just an example right um maybe you go to sleep one night and you dream about you're at work you talk to a person that you usually talk to or you've never seen before let's let's go even deeper right or farther um you talk to a person that you've never seen at the place of uh, where you work you talk to this certain person and you ask yeah. a certain question and they ask uh or they answer you back or they ask you a question they buy something and then they leave and then you wake up uh and then you have a deja vu moment like two months <laughs> to a year uh in the future where you start kind of recognizing what's happening like you start going through the motions of like oh i i've lived this situation out in my head or my dream one time and this is a person i've never seen in my life but now i get i'm seeing this person and you know and for real for real uh and they're you know the question they asked me in my dream is happening all over again and i know what she's going to answer i know what i'm going to answer and then the deja vu moment you know starts ends and finishes and then you're like left in that situation where you're like deja vu i just had a deja vu right this is gonna sound mean like i remember like i i know that it's like going on but i don't remember what the thing is like i i I understand the situation that you're saying god dang right so yeah so again those are the things that i would classify as something that's supernatural or to, to the extent supernatural where it's like you don't quite you can't quite explain it logically it just happened and you know at least for me if that if that were something that happened to me that was a situation that happened to me i'm perfectly okay with under, understanding there's certain things that I'm not able to understand or nor will i be able to uh figure it out logically of why it happened and it's okay. Sorry, right. not the end of the world. Uh, so for supernatural, is something that you don't understand, but you're okay with with it. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't. Yeah, no, because um, because if it, it, how can I explain it? Um, I think there's a fine line between you trying to understand certain things or something, and then trying to figure out what I, I guess as an example, the truth, right? The, what what is the truth behind? Or, or something along those lines. Um, I think sometimes we get so self-involved, self-absorbed with certain things that don't really need quite as much attention as other things that need a little bit more, uh, I guess, how could you call it, a priority, um, that 
and we kind of lose touch with everything else around us, right? When we kind of hyper focus on things that don't really need to or our, our full attention. Um, and again, I think that also has to do with people having short uh, attention spans nowadays, where they can't go through a long uh, form. Uh, I guess uh, a long form situation like our podcast as an example a long form situation he says yes because we we speak for about an hour or so and I'm surprised if people get through uh, 30 minutes of our of our podcast just because people's attention span are about 5 minutes or if not 15 or, or less um, in some cases and, and that that's that's becoming a problem because if you can't explain something in a TikTok sized version of explanation, then the person's gonna be put off and not gonna wanna understand or learn something that you're trying to explain to that person. That might be for their benefit, but because their attention span isn't there, then they unfortunately will miss out on a wealth of information when it could be presented, even though it's in a long form. Uh, a way of thinking right so and that's just an example that that i bring to you so of supernatural yes of of supernatural things again explaining to yourself or being comfortable with not knowing what's going on and and Hmm. i I hope i'm not coming off as convoluted or kind of like too wordy because i'm i i'm really not trying to and I'm just trying to explain these points that, at least for me, um, I think they're they're maybe not essential, but this is how my brain works through these things. Um, I'm again, I'm not uh, not 100 percent correct on anything. Don't believe a word I say, please. But it's just you your know. train of thought. It's your train of thought, or yeah. you're, you're you're brainstorming. This is my point of view because, like, um, again, my point of view comes from my experiences, just like your experiences are going to come out. But um, I, I would, I mean, I would encourage people to perhaps take a second when things like the when things like this happen in your life, ask yourself questions, um, and even if you can't answer the question of you know who what where when why uh and try to be too logical about it if you can't find an answer to it be comfortable understanding or knowing that just because you can't answer it logically doesn't mean it didn't happen or doesn't exist and just be comfortable knowing that you might not have all the answers to everything in life you know what's the other area thing uh, even for example for me personally only two situations are things that I can't explain like obviously there's a lot more but that stuck with me but the reality is probably is that there's a lot more weirder things that have happened around me and that I did not even notice that is the eerie thing for you dear listeners like weird things happen all the time and you probably don't even notice it for X reasons but that's that's you know that's what I want to leave to you dear listeners about that one like yeah. stuff happens normal extra normal or supernatural whatever whichever the two um 90 99.9 percent of the chance you probably didn't even notice it 
Yeah. Like being unaware of, of your surroundings. Sometimes. Me being in this little freaking room, like weird, weird stuff could have happened in here. And like, and I don't even know what happened. Yeah, no, of course, bro. I mean, sometimes we're so, well, I mean, what? just to, just to finish off this thought, sometimes we're so clumsy and, and, and just, I guess, so scattered brain with certain things. Yeah. We just leave things here and there. And then as an example, like, and I bumped my, my, my toe, uh, on the corner of, you know, something that I placed on the floor, like two, three, four hours ago or yesterday. I didn't bother picking it up. And then I stubbed my toe in the corner of that set thing and then asked myself, who the hell put this here? And then realizing, oh, I'm the dummy that placed me here in the first place. <laughs> so yeah, again, I'm guilty it, of that. And, and again, it might happen like that. I'm not saying that everything is going to be like that, but it could happen. You just have to, you know, kind of be a little bit more self-aware sometimes of your surroundings and be be cautious i mean and it kind of takes me back to that conversation we had with uh this gentleman from north carolina okay yeah Um, shout out a shout out to one of our previous guests uh where he was uh explaining how we should always always be wary of our surroundings uh and you know don't be so hyper focused or or scattered brain especially when you're uh, out of your home, around on town, the streets. on the streets, places where you don't frequent with uh, in open water. <laughs> yeah, frequent with uh, you know, commonly or anything like that. So, those are the type of tips that he was giving us, and it kind of did a callback for me thinking through these things. I don't know. What, what do you think, Marco? No, I totally agree. Totally, like guaranteed. Like again, where I work, I'm, this can sound dumb, but there's a bunch of body, like a uh, pigeon body cadavers, where I when they walk into the main entrance, right? I was like, uh, I don't even care that I'm stepping over them when I'm heading into work, and like a lot of other, you know, building uh, people that workers there, they're like, oh my god, so many bodies, so many pigeons, so many birds dead. Uh, remnants of wings and this is just you know we're not like why why they're like why it's like a like a battlefield over there yes why and security like uh responded yes there's a falcon's nest above oh uh, you know eight stories up on the building like oh yeah but but what but why so messy they're alive they're eating birds gotta eat birds of prey gotta eat and you know their nest is just happens to be above the main the mo- that fr- that face of the building things happen and um but every day do you eat every day like literally the security guard do you eat every day yeah <laughs> so does the so do the falcons that's true mm-hmm. and you i don't hungry. yeah there you go and now i'm like i don't care i'm just walking by like <laughs> did i step on dog poop no that's all i had that's a win for me dear listeners i did not step on dog poop because oh my god you don't want to be cleaning your shoe like oh at any day of the week i'd rather be stepping over like a a, 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 a bit a piece of a wing that got or a piece of a yeah a bird's wing and all those things versus dog poop or i wouldn't want to get pooped on by the same those same falcons so you know dear listeners you gotta watch out keep your keep your eyes open for the skies and you don't you know where you're stepping around Mm -hmm. but yeah 
with that point, what do you think? Um, I was uh, talking with Mr. J early in the week. I, I showed you some pictures, right? Um, about like me, what I was doing, you know, before going to sleep, having a nice little cup of milk, a milk, milk, milk. And um, I was like, I don't know why I was listening to um another another podcast again, and they were talking like, okay, dear, whatever, dear listeners, your your favorite shows, right? It cost X amount of million dollars, and for them to just even. Um, get that into your eyes, ears, into like billboards, whatever they call those um, ads and prints. Uh, you know, advertisement? advertisements and prints, printed advertisements. Oh, and they're okay. like, how much do you th- like? How much do you think they spend on that to you know go you know on that for advertisement? Just as much as the movie. So whenever they say they spend X amount of dollars on the movie, they just spent as much money for advertisements. Anywhere, social media, uh, Super Bowl ad, whatever ad, ads, like just as much of the movie. Like the movie is 50% of the of the expenditure. The other, the other equal amount of expenditure is advertisement. And then I thought my favorite, like the stuff that I grew up with, with um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, uh, with The Mask, with um, Paul Blart, uh, with uh, those kinds of... Yeah, but those kinds of level, not like Avengers Endgames, like I also thought up there, you know, or, or with the most recent one, Avatar, something way of the water or Pandora, whatever that movie is by um, Steven Spielberg or James Cameron, whoever did that movie, Mr. Spielberg, I think. Um, I think so. And I was thinking, oh, my God. So, for example, I did some some some, you know, light research, uh, the the uh, um, not the Zohan, the Zoolander. Zoolander, they spent they they spent just to make them a movie twenty eight million, and spent another twenty eight million for ads and prints, and and their revenue was almost a hundred million. So they they basically they they came in positive, right? Just in the U.S. and then then outside of the U.S. they doubled that. So those came positive. Um, okay, that you know good good for the production company. That this is me thinking about money. <laughs> And um, and then I was thinking, okay, that that was a success, you know, dollars, dollar, dollar per dollar, full success over four times or five times, eight times the revenue, the expenditure. They they made their money back flat. You don't mess with the Zohan 30 uh, around 30 mil. They expend and they expended on the movie production, obviously spend around 30 mil for ads and print and then made over three times the amount. Okay, okay, a little bit less, but still positive. And then um. Uh, um, Marvel Endgame, uh, almost four hundred million. Okay, so they spent at least four hundred million for ads and prints, and that would have made om- almost like eight hundred mil, almost a billion dollars in total revenue. Just in in the U.S., they made nine hundred million, which left them only a hundred million. Obviously, a hundred million is a lot, but then globally, they broke a billion including the u.s and you know this the americas and all the stuff and globally they they almost made two billion dollars i think off like, no, this is off the top of my head dear listeners i could obviously be wrong but they 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 only made like what like um they're they just by like a like a, a hair's worth um made a hundred million dollars they were over like a hundred the same amount of money they spent to to make and to advertise they they made that money back you know but they're just like by this much of a hair they they um they made they made over the of uh, the amount they spent so like was that a success what like it was obviously in hindsight you know economically speaking and uh, i was thinking like 
if um if a movie uh, if they if they publicize it even let's let's assume all the data they're giving the expenditure and all those things is 100 accurate and following that formula that this other podcast produced it also wrote scripts got their move some movies made obviously there weren't like blockbusters they're like b movies and all those things he was saying and a lot of other movies got you know taken out um and or did not make it past the the board of different uh, movie production companies like yeah understanding this it's a very cutthroat game a cutthroat situation and then understanding that there's a very very slim line of revenue for these these production companies like warner brothers lionsgate those kinds of universal all those things they're always they're always following chasing that dragon if you will to grab a a blockbuster products and right now i'm like what's a blockbuster right now that could you know and you know that could um be the same thing like i'm thinking like do you think right now with what's going on right now with the at writer strike obviously rightfully so but do you think it's a, a fiscally sound thing for the for the movie production companies to even be fighting it when they're always gambling you know where they're always riding the line of going you know bankrupt they're always in they're like a movie a movie away from going bankrupt always they're not like three four five movies that i had in expenditures obviously not every movie costs the same but at the same time is it worth going for like marvel endgame oh every single time or is it better to go for a paul blart or so uh, uh zoolander uh ace ventura you know what i'm trying to say with what's going on right now is it worth for the for the production the movie companies to even to even fight against what's going on with the writers and just because they're they're their content creators they're their the writers and their actors and all those things and obviously their movie uh teams their record their um recording teams why why would you fight the people that are writing and creating the content if they're guaranteed gonna make it better that's my question right now why if it, fiscally speaking it's not a fiscally smart thing to even go against them you know what i'm trying to say i mean i think it's a double whammy to be honest oh. okay well why why because it's not not only a writer's strike but it's also an actor's strike as well is it worth them fighting it though if they're their content producers well because they're they're both um i guess you could say separate entities um they could care less about the i guess hollywood in this case or or we'll link your their writing or yeah, yeah they're yeah. writing or their actors um yeah and, and that bad one because then nothing gets done that's what but i'm saying but i think it also has to do in part because i think going back to this uh, this talking point that we had uh, for a few now or i guess you can say um a podcast uh the the fear of ai taking over their their job that's what i'm saying they should just bend the knee and comply with the writers slash actors um maybe no uh boycott not boycott like um whatever they're doing right now i don't know how to name it i'm i'm not too good at words there but um why not just like okay yes you're correct 
dear writers, dear actors, we will comply. Why? Because we're we're in, we're in debt, so much debt right now that we're a movie away from going bankrupt. And you are our golden goose, our golden egg, our golden goose. Not even the egg. The egg's the movie. You guys are our golden goose. We shouldn't fight you. Well, I'm surprised they're, they're fighting it. You know what I mean? When they're right. this close to going bankrupt, always. Politics, oh. maybe. Um, I'm trying to kind of pinpoint exactly what it is, but I think factors could be as simple as want to get paid more. From what I could gather, is like uh, music using uh, AI generated uh, actor that acts like you um, or her, and then having you know the the, the surplus of cash because you have to by the machine to do it more than one take. Um, you can only do it. They'd be able to accomplish it in one go and then have that, uh, I guess you'd say, um, that machine do all the heavy lifting and then kind of leave out high and dry the actual actor or writer that is needed to produce or make memorable story. Content, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with that. And it's like, it's not, it's horrible. But, like, you, you kind of, I don't know if you want to say you root for them, but, like, you kind of understand where they're coming from. Because, you know, a lot of these uh, writers and actors aren't making what A-list actors or actresses make. And uh, for companies to think it's as simple as copy and paste, um, they want to save money probably then. right it's like yeah. imagine you have um one actor are doing poses that that are or, or scenarios that you need a couple of extra ones so they don't have you right then there so they just digitally insert you right copy your face and then now yes. they're using they're using your likeness in something that is generating money and you're not getting should you, know, you get a kickback for that? Yeah, I, I, I think they should because it's your face. It's your, you know, your right. person. Exactly. So again, a lot of people yeah. might be, might differ from that opinion, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I, I would want people to get paid because they're using their likeness in something. The writers are breaking their, in, their noggins just to create those scenarios, those worlds, if you will. They're. Uh, and then obviously they they're worth I'm, I, I feel like they're worth more with this changing scape of, of streaming versus not that many movie movie releases on the mo- actual theater their contracts obviously older and don't within these past five even before the pandemic these past 10 years since 2013 I'm gonna say the, the, the scape the landscape of how your contracts are, are made are, should uh, I mean on my head at least should have changed but they're prob they're they're obviously boycotting right now because the world changed and they're not in a favorable favorable position where you're probably getting paid once the movie is released in the movie theater and guess what it goes straight to, to Disney uh, streaming Disney Plus Disney uh, Netflix Hulu and it doesn't it, they just get out, they don't get paid for that remember the the girl from Black Widow she did a big lawsuit because her movie or her series 
movie her movie didn't go out on the big screen it went to straight to direct to streaming and I, what was the what was the situation with that did she win did she lose or let's see like that's one of my questions like that there should be an amendment an ability for their contracts to be in a legal way to be amended or updated with whatever changing times ai um streaming uh what's the other one uh oh. some people are live streaming like um like i wouldn't say like you and i but yeah, like okay. content creators are streaming a movie like the black widow on i'm not gonna say twitch or kick but they could let's let's hope you know they can integrate that into the 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 contracts for the big producers that okay people can stream and react to it on their own stream but everybody gets gets paid you know accordingly this could also legitimize the twitch streamers or the kick streamers or blah 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 stream um streaming um platform so that everyone gets paid you know this would be an idealistic thing and you know if ai or they're using your likeness with an ai character they get they it opens an opportunity to make a contract with you the the actual person to have a potential more um and money revenue with on with whatever circumstances you not being present but you still get paid because it was you that they referenced or that and of course everything has to be picked clean with a fine comb obviously like but everyone has i wish that everyone gets a fair shake but that's why they're boycotting right now that's why they're protesting well good point good point trying to trying to figure out well which is the, the money yeah, yeah i started with the money i think if you follow the money you'll end up with the trail of uh of why these things are happening at at this very same moment which is crazy yeah I'm, I'm gonna check right now Scarlet uh what is Joe Hans Joe Hans Johansson oh, what was it lawsuit lawsuit I think it is lawsuit 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 let's see what happened with it let's see it says scarlett johansson and disney agreed to end lawsuit so they they agreed to end their own lawsuit between betwixt themselves mm, I, I, guess like they, I guess they got a fair shake they agreed on something i don't know if it was fair but they agreed on something oh, i don't know what that is either, but yeah I'm, uh, it's, i'll probably I'll, I'll share it later in the in the in the links for the podcast and everything let me copy it so that you know if, if you're interested on on one on reading it and for the record for the listeners if they're interested obviously they can look at it but i i went to cnn just just as a heads up and there was a already results but that's what i you know <laughs> it started with me drinking milk and then ended with me following the money I like the money too. Yeah, I, I don't know. You saw my little, my little, you know, sip, my stein that I drank out of mil- uh, just milk, mouth, yes. and um, had a little bit of cookies with it. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm over here just, you know, when that, I'm listening to another podcast. Shout out to you know Radio Ronin, and um, they were just like talking about how movie, their own personal experience with movie production, um, and I was like, okay. Let me know. Okay, put pause and just think about my my personal experience with my favorite movies, with my childhood movies. Some of them Disney, some of them not Disney, and you know the the rest is history that I just recorded. Right, right. Well, no, yeah. But still, I, I 
I think the fact that both of these entities are going into or putting themselves in that situation uh, kind of shows you where their kind of worry is about the Dude, uncertain future that lies before them. Yeah. Yes. On both sides of the part or each party. Yeah. And it's right. They're both sides are looking out for themselves. And I don't blame them, but at the same time, do they want to continue going on? Work something out, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, both on both sides. And obviously right now there there's even the UPS situation, which is another bag of worms that that I was like, gosh darn it. You heard about the UPS strike, right? Also? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's that's another one. <laughs> Follow the money. <laughs> Basically. But the one for content creation, obviously. There there's a lot of competition. um UPS also has a lot of competition. This is me thinking about it right now. It has a lot of competitors. Hopefully US uh USPS, FedEx, whatever other DHL learn from this and can cut it off at the pass before they get their their um their boycotts and all those things so that they don't lose money. Hopefully they're they're always, you know, keeping their ear out to the to the world and all those things. There's a ho- there's gotta be smarter people that are listening to this to what's going on out there and trying to make their situation better. And then the movies and again back to the TV shows and all those things. They have a, a heavy competitor. They have us content creators. You know what I'm saying? YouTube Google is um whatchamacallit? Um, a competitor to all these movies to Disney Plus to Netflix just us having the ability of not being what's that card um, actors association right uh, car, not being card carriers of that we're out of their system but at the same time we're still competitors knowing or unknowing to them we're still a competitor because we upload to Spotify to Anchor all those different places and we we can provide an alternative form of entertainment to uh, our listeners or our watchers of this of this um podcast thank you by the way follow us on instagram and on on twitter and all the and on youtube of course and all (laughs) your favorite podcast listening sites no gotta 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 get that bag on gotta get that bag the plugs is real our (laughs) own plugs our (laughs) own plugs that's true but yeah that's it's 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 a very history is being made and um we i just want to point out that i just stuck with the money it sounds cold but at the end of the day if you have us like you told us you told to the show alan if you got a stable uh which we'll call it a stable a stable checkbook you sleep easier at night you know what i'm saying you it opens the path to do something better you know what i'm saying alan yeah no i'm trying to i'm trying to piece together yeah what are you trying to say um yeah yeah no 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 go ahead go ahead i'm just saying um that you know we're unknowingly we're uh, me thinking right now we're we're competitive we're competition to to those people that are on strike that have their card carriers and all those things because all their viewers obviously not the same amount uh, or or the money but (laughs) we're we're destabilizing the market just by us making content you know what with social media and all those things we're just we're we're throwing a wrench unknowingly to them as well because we have a platform and they have a platform and then the public just chooses where they they invest their time and their money you know if you do it with us i thank you thank you very much and they're and the benefit is that they get a 
finished product, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But it's their time at the end of the day, the content cr- consumers. It's their time if they're going to be watching the next uh, Marvel movie or the next Disney movie, uh, which is not the same thing. Or are they just going to watch a little nobody YouTube channel called uh, Laugh Tech and Sundry? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's I what they're trying us. to, you know, amen. And that's what they're trying to, um, you know, that's what the, the the strike the people that are on strike want to get a fair shake because that's their livelihood that's where they're getting you know their their that's you know their their careers if you will and that and versus us it's not our full-time careers and i think that's what scares them a lot of them and it rightfully so because they made contracts with those production companies and they want to get you know reassessed with what's the changing market right now mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's it, you know. Okay. But yeah, like, what what keeps you like thinking? Like, for me, it was the money, movies, content creation, ourselves. I just connected the dots while while ta- talking with you, understanding that it was content, and now that it's content, how we are part of that that situation that they're worried about, unknowingly. I. I mean, I can try to compare them, but I know that it's not going to line up perfectly just because... Obviously we, not, yeah. No, we don't have writers, a team of writers that are, you know, writing our every sentence or uh, how to tell a, a joke or how to tell a story. Um, but I, I guess I we, we can kind of come to grips with understanding a little bit of um, how important it is to try to have well thought out ideas to try to make the conversation a lot more entertaining and uh, just to grab people's attention and in that in that aspect I understand it and understand why they're kind of concerned about things like AI and other situations uh, on the acting side I mean we're, we're no way in any way shape or form factors of any sort of any kind but no I, we're not <laughs> But I know we tend to act silly um, and awkward at times and weird. But I think there's quirky, something to, quirky. Yes, yes. But there, I think there's also something to be said about those. I, I would call them qualities of being down to earth and just you know just being the regular uh, salt of the earth type of people where you know we basically converse about things that we find interesting give our two cents and hopefully that kind of enriches and helps other people look at situations that they're going through in in a different light um which in turn help them make decisions maybe in the future um and i i mean again i don't know how that kind of like that parallels or lines up with what the actors are going through uh, again I don't I don't know if we should be concerned about anything like AI taking over our podcast, but <laughs> I'm always I'm always curious to find out that maybe we are wishing that had happened. That way we I wish don't a brother would. <laughs> so we don't have to we don't have to speculate on, hey, maybe I should have said it this way or done it this way or you know and the I guess you could say AI does it for you and kinda of gives you a pattern of what would happen. It, it's popular 
yeah, why, what would happen if we acted this way or that way and how it gets, it gets integrated with um, our podcast, right? So, yeah, I mean, compared to other people, like, again, we're, we're no big TV production company where we need actors um, and then also we're no writers. SNL. Right, exactly. exactly. Even though we are doing it at SNL, it's live, it's a night, and it's Saturday. Right, right, exactly. So that, I mean, that's the way I, I think about it. I don't know. Um, had Mr. J, you know, come through, I would have been like, yo, what do you think, buddy? Buddy. Um, <laughs> what do you think he would say? Or, or would it be his two sides? That would be an, uh, another poll question right there. One is that um, if if uh, if you had the ability, if you were a content creator, if you were had uh, AI uh, you know on your side, oh uh-huh. door knocking, door yeah, knocking. I know. Yeah, if, if yeah. But I'll pose a question in the meantime. Yeah, um, go ahead. If you were um, if you were a content creator like a podcaster, mainly podcaster or YouTuber. Would you use AI into your content creation methodology? Would you use con- um, AI basically into anything uh, of while recording your content? Obviously, there's, um, there's. I'm not. I'm just while creating it. Would you use AI while creating your content? Whatever they may, that may be. Keep it simple, man. Um, keep it simple. I think that would be like it, a question. Yeah, I mean, if it if it's for cutting corners, then I. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh, I'm not going to blame you. AI is, makes it easier. But I'm just saying while recording or, yeah, while recording your content. I mean, if it, and just to clarify, um, it, the yeah. streamline, the streamline the things that we don't want to do, like, um, I don't know, maybe prompt a certain intro, uh, mid credits and outro. If, uh, you know, AI can help with that, I would be for it. Just to try to get some sort of sequence or, um, I guess, uh, familiarity with um, the podcast. So it, 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 it could kind of be, um, uh, have a, a beginning, a middle, and end. Um, yeah, other AI tools that I would want to probably use for, for it would probably be the one we were speaking about from Shelby Church last time, where it kind of uh, does a bunch of cool things like make a clip out of your your whole podcast or video into something that's TikTokable, Instagram ready, Twitter ready, and other social media platform ready. And then you can just upload without worrying about you needing to edit everything yourself. That's and your then, ads and prints time or money, basically. Yeah, exactly. So uh, like those are the ones that I would like probably choose um, there might be another one that I might like where maybe you have AI kind of like um, fixing your levels, equalizing, balancing, and then also uh, maybe voice correcting. Uh, so it sounds a lot clearer when, when you publish the actual podcast or something. That might be something I would want to do. Um, those are like my three. I don't know. What, what do you think, Marcos? That's for post production. Um, uh, and of course, those are out there already. And I don't know if there's already people that are using 
content creating with or alongside or just plain AI? I think there are. Off the top of my head, I can only think about those, the ones with Obama, Trump, and uh, Biden talking about One Piece. That's right. like, that's, I don't know if that's AI or it's just scripted, but the way that they have it is just so funny. It's so funny for me in those like 30 minutes or 10 minute bits. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I don't know if there's more content creators that are just um, putting it that way out. But if you, dear listener, were to create content or you're probably creating content, would you integrate AI into your process of creating? Not not uh, post-production, just creating. That would be my question. To you, dear listening, to you. Yeah, to you. you. Only you can stop. Wait, too soon. Ha-ha. <laughs> Where is your oh, delivery? Well, I think, Curse you know, you, I feel like it, we've been uh, recording for an hour. What do you think? Want to call it for tonight, Alan? Um, Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to go over? Like maybe your fantastic <laughs> buys from Amazon Prime Day that you did? <laughs> Hell or, yeah. Or, <laughs> or maybe something along the lines of uh, first impressions of the new season of anime coming on uh or anything one piece related or bleach I was related. Say that. what's your thought on the one piece trailer i enjoyed it i thought it was good i, I um, like um, uh, i like the, color yeah, the live I, the live action one. Oh, the live action one i'm thinking like freaking like for the next episode yeah, yeah one piece um no for the live action uh i i don't i don't dislike it as much as I thought I was going to dislike it. Um, I think once I watch the movie, if I watch the movie, then... No, it's a last I, series, TV series. Under, right, right, right. I'm sorry. The, the TV series. I did the same mistake. I did the <laughs> same mistake, Alan. You're not alone. We're, it sounds like you're not you know, on the same boat. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what it is? It's because every, I think... Kobe live action was in in a movie uh, format instead of a like a TV show full format as mm. the the actual anime is. So yeah, maybe the show was the movie, and it right, wasn't, so, wasn't that great. So that's probably why it the uh, it probably doesn't work very well because it's in a movie format instead of uh, multiple episode type thing where you you spread out the information a little bit better it's so pacing is a lot better but then that, that that's just my thought process i don't know i could be wrong no for me again i i the only thing was like hosa and i weren't were chatting about this was that <laughs> it's gonna be season one the very very beginning obviously animation wise you can't put usap with that big nose you i mean artistically they decided not to do that um they decided to i think they introduced sanji and i don't remember i think they did they didn't put sanji with that big eyebrow that they had uh, or a cigarette they didn't show him smoking so i guess okay. they're worried about the the views of how you know smoking is bad nowadays it's very westernized with westernized ideals i want to say but at the same time that's a lot of the source obviously one piece it's it's its own world what was that uh kobe oh wow Actually, I, I don't know yeah what was that? i got yeah like it's very westernized and it's uh-huh. very 
like it's very globalized the, the world of one piece it's on its own it's very huge it's a very expansive universe and obviously being in animation you can be more creative in how you represent your characters like right now during season one in the anime animation in the anime luffy is very you know a very very rarely gets you know up there with what he's in the episodes like 1000 and all those things he's very down possible to animate nami is also very you know very she's always been but she's more a feasible character right now buggy the clown the way like we were nitpicking obviously just with the a, a fraction of a second that they showed buggy um uh usopp right now and all those things and uh, i was just asking like why does um uh uh luffy look like hispanic and um he uh also said that one um luffy is from brazil in the anime and in, in their in their in that animation in the series um and i'm like okay so they referenced it to a pair to equivalent to earth kind of countries yeah okay uh nami she's from switzerland uh usap i think he's from an african country i don't know which one um uh what's his name uh sanji french um okay those are the top right now that they are uh, they you didn't see zoro um in the trailer so they're being very feasible with their current um airing of the show i'm like it's very good but then i know that in episode in the first few episodes we're gonna see alvira the, the lady that's like very big and rotund she she gains a power that you know makes her look you know appealing to to a, to a male or somebody that's you know inclined to like women and that's what i'm like okay okay yeah <laughs> i'm like okay so what are the what's up with the what's up with that like how are they gonna broach that situation you know what i'm saying like just just with alvira whatever her name is like how are they gonna broach that Th that's my my concern like there people are going to be unhappy you know remember with the full metal alchemist with the cowboy bebop with the ghost in the no not ghost in the shell the, the one um the book the one with the book that you write your name and the person dies oh i don't know i, I have no clue how to, how to connect the dots here marcos it is, no, no, it's just, it, there, I mean, there's no need to connect. It's just right now there's, we can only be along for the, for the ride and just enjoy the, you know, what's going on out there. I, I, I see your point. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I agree. You know, I have expectations. I wish they're fulfilled. To, they're truer to the series. And hey, if it happens, it happens. And, you know, have a nice day. Were you ever influenced to watch Ghost in the Shell, like just by the commercials or anything like that, or the hype behind it, like the historical? No, not really. Were you? Did you ever? Do you know about? Like, did you ever know about the the series before even the ads for the movie came out? No. Um. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, and then like what? What? I. <laughs> this is. I'm. I'm exposing myself. I never saw the movie. I just I just saw a couple episodes and watched the 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 series. And I'm like I'm good enough with watching the series. I'm not interested in, of it going live action. Why? 
It's not my cup of tea of live action. There's a reason why I watch anime, dear listeners. And I don't, I don't want Sco, Sc- I mean Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, very pretty person, but uh, it's not that I don't like her. You know, she's appealing, but it's not that I'm, I'm interested of her being uh, the the main protagonist of Ghost in the Shell. She, the main protagonist is that person, and Scarlett Johansson is herself. Keep them separated. In in my po- in my point of view, I don't want Luffy to be the next. You know. Or I don't want Nami being an actual person. Hey, if it works, it works. How good for them. I, it's just my point of view. I, anime is my passion and I'd like for it to be well represented. But at the same time, I'm not rooting for it. Sorry, I'm not rooting for I'm excited that it's coming live, but I'm not rooting for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yes. I, I love anime and there's a reason why I joined anime and not watch my local soap opera, you know? Wow, interesting. And that's my closing statement for tonight. What do you think, Alan? And do you have uh, refreshments along with those uh, statements? H2O, stay hydrated. Very good, sir. Very good. Oh, Amazon time. Did you ever, what, um, you want to share your thoughts on the Amazon uh, Prime Day? Uh, I kind of do. But at the same time, I, I would like to have Mr. J okay. on the on it. So I'll just Sounds I'll good. just quickly um, mention uh, Give standing us a dust, tease, a taste, yes. if you will. Standing dust acquired. Um, well, no way. Okay, and and then then give me like that. Else. Give me like that. Those those short. Uh huh. I think uh, what would be good? Like that. Um. Oh boy, you got a standing guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like the ABCs, one, two, threes, and what you need. I imagine once once your items got here to your house, I imagine you were you were doing this, you were doing this. Ready? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, ready? Let's see. Let me know. Let's see. Eh, you did this. You did this. <laughs> you did that, yes. didn't you? You, you did I, that little I, dance right there. I exactly, that's exactly verbatim what I did. I think like, that's yeah. the idea. And, and yeah, like with that, dear listeners, with that little tease, that little taste, if you will, um, for me, I, I just got something for, for, uh, from Amazon for better napping on the move, on the, on the vehicle. <laughs> like I didn't know I needed it until like God was like yes. Did you, you know what I'm talking about? Vehicle? <laughs> no, the napping thing that helps you, you know, rest your neck and situation in the car. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And, and that video like that looks perfect. I need <laughs> it was two a good price. Yeah. There you go. Uh what else? I also um got um whatchamacallit like uh vitamin supplements, all those things, like different things, protein powder from from that day. It was a lot better to get it that day. Yeah, nutritional no, wise. Yeah, no, you're right. There was a lot of sales, a lot of crap, but there was a, a couple of uh, shining um, articles or, or things that you could potentially buy for a really great price, competitive price. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. trying to take advantage of what you can buy or should buy is always, uh, I think, a good uh, starter to, to be yourself from um, uh, the things that you actually need and not just random stuff that you thought you needed. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that, my final word. <laughs> yeah, and with that little taste, dear listeners, I want to bid you adieu. Thank you so much, Alan, for joining us, for joining me on this oh, no. recording of the LTS Out of Office. Thank so, you, Marcos. Any final words you want to spread to the to the listeners? Yeah, hopefully our next recording, Mr. J will be on and then we can break down a little bit more about the Amazon day time uh, buys. Um, How about and, we open um, with that? Yeah, yeah, we could. And then obviously move ourselves down to uh, the new season of, or the new season and the couple of episodes uh, that have already come out. Yes, um, sir. That would be awesome. And I mean, other than that, uh, there might be some more technology, uh, I guess, articles that we can talk about. Yes. Um, being that I think the new iPhone and the new Galaxy have been announced, I think, or like the specifications on on those. Uh, I uh, the latest and greatest that are coming out are in the works, or they're being talked about by reviewers online so it might be something we should keep our our eyes peeled for yes yes and i don't know what else what else would be probably remember listeners yes go ahead to follow us on instagram twitter youtube and all your favorite podcast distribution sites give us five stars thumbs up follow us subscribe comment if you feel comfortable too and obviously if if there's you know a little poll in any in any social media that you follow us on you know you know give give it a little you know little little comment you know Uh that's always really appreciated definitely i bid you adieu dear listeners thank you till next time stay frosty good night peace